right, hello everyone. This is Peter Miller from Smarter Than BPD, and today is May 20th, 2023, and this is episode 34 in the series. Today I wanted to again expand upon um, some thoughts and ideas from previous episodes, um, somewhat relating to the learning process. And um, just some of the challenges, I guess, of being in the process of learning about and overcoming borderline personality disorder. I was thinking back um, to the time when I first started um, discovering that BPD was an issue in my life, which was about when I was um, 37, 38 in there. Um, and I was reading this book that I've mentioned in previous episodes as well called uh, Overcoming Borderline Personality Disorder, A Family Guide for Healing and Change um, from Valerie Poor. And uh, as I was reading that book, I was just um, stunned and shocked that um, I couldn't see the things that she was saying um, so clearly um, and that I was living for so many years of my life without an awareness that these things uh, happen to people all over the place, uh, that they are common patterns and it's a common disorder. But I felt like um, sort of, uh, I guess, like screwed over in a way um, by by the the world, I guess, or the the society that I grew up in, by the uh, the learning institutions for just sort of like neglecting to speak to these issues, like to not that they weren't ever made a priority like in the in the learning system like there's so many other things that we learn about when we go to school and that are uh, considered quote-unquote important and uh, you know that we are tested on these subjects and uh, uh, required to get you know like a high school diploma before we can do other things you know, and I was just thinking, like, why, why, where was the the learning on this uh, this subject, and why wasn't it, you know, considered important? And I don't know. So it just led to this very deep sort of um, kind of a resentment, I guess. Uh, and I, I I kind of said to myself right then and there, like, you know, someday somehow I'm going to do something about this. Like, even if. I can't change the world like I'm going to do something because this is like this is bullshit and uh, you know I know th that we need to accept things as they are and that's part of DBT um, skills training as well but you know we don't have to like it the things that are, are happening and we can still do what we can to try and make some changes uh, even if even if it's just a little bit um, so that kind of like entered into me as like a, a reason, I guess, for like um, 
for being persistent in my learning and in my struggle. And it got me thinking too about uh, a quote that a couple of authors have used. Um, one is uh, an old um, philosopher, I think Frederick Nietzsche. Uh, he, he says, he who has a why to live for can bear almost any how. And I don't know if you've heard of uh, Viktor Frankl. He was uh, a person who was in the Nazi concentration camps. And he also uh, reiterated that quote in his book, Man's Search for Meaning. Because he tells of his stories in the Nazi concentration camps and that when he was in the camps, like he, his reason was that he was going to tell his story um, when he got out and um, the things that he learned about, like, I guess, himself and human nature and that book that he was going to write, Man's Search for Meaning. So it's like when you're in the process of uh, overcoming borderline personality disorder, one of the things you need is a really good um, why or a reason for why or you know why you're in it <laughs> why why you want to um overcome because there are lots of um moments uh, that you are in the process of learning and it can be easy to uh, give up because you can have you know these times when it's like oh i should have known like not to make that mistake but like i made that mistake in a different way again kind of thing like even to this day after all this time i still have moments um where i get carried away in assumptions and uh, faulty interpretations of situations i'm i'm guessing if if you're working on bpd that you've you've done that right where you you say like you know this person is like rejecting me because of something that you notice, but then you find out uh, like a half an hour later that it was a misunderstanding. Like just yesterday, I was uh, posting a quote to um, a Facebook post and it was, I couldn't just post it, it had to be approved. And I thought it was a pretty well thought out uh, post or a comment that I made. And then uh, it was like taking a couple hours to get approved and I was like well you know maybe this person has just decided that they don't like you know they don't like the way that I think or how I um, or maybe they just don't like me and you know these thoughts are going through my mind and I'm feeling the rejection and part of me is like just hold on just wait you know um, wait and see uh, how it goes and maybe they're you know busy doing other things whatever right I'm trying to use some of the uh, skills that I've learned to process my emotions and challenge my thoughts. And and then lo and behold, I did find out that my, um, my comment did get posted. And then, but I mean, something happens sometimes, like when you are a person who has BPD or, you know, you've, you've worked through it mostly, but I still like get to that you know, I, I have that shame feeling where it's like, I should have known, like, I should have known not to, uh, you know, 
get carried away in my assumptions. Uh, like, you know, it's been like 10 years that I've been working on this. And so you get into this, like, should have known, right? I should have. And it's, it can feel like, even though, even if nobody knows about it, you can feel that shame and that embarrassment. And uh, even that little urge to just say, like, you know, just why do why even bother kind of thing if I'm still getting, you know, stuck on these things sometimes. But then you have to remember, like, perfectionism as well. Like, even if you're learning a subject or a certain skill or or, you know, anything like there are times when you slip up here and there, like even if you're a professional, you know, golfer or a professional um, hockey player, like do they, they still make mistakes, right? Even if they are um, really uh, high up in the ranks in the, in their sport, they still miss shots and they still have little things that they uh, mess up. They have bad days. So that perfectionism piece is, is pretty big. Um, even if you are skilled in a, uh, a subject, you're still going to make mistakes from time to time. And I mean, the thing is that you need, I guess, you know, the skills to uh, continue propping yourself up when um, there's that urge just to fall down and give up, like I was just kind of mentioning, right? So you need to, again, use the same skills to work through the feelings and challenge the thoughts when there's that urge to judge and shame yourself. <clears throat> so these are important things, you know, like to have, have a good reason, you know, like that can be something that you helps you pick, uh, pick yourself back up as well. Like if I just go back to that moment when I was reading that book and I was saying, this is bullshit and I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to uh, live my life in a way where I just do nothing about this. Like, I can remember that moment as well. Um, so it got me thinking further too, like um, the whole like learning process thing. And like, I think like when you are learning in uh, a subject like this, like there's a few like ways that you need to get the learning so you can't just like you can't just like listen to a podcast or watch a video or read a book because that would be like the sort of the theoretical stuff right where you are uh, trying to train your mind and that's part of the process it's an important part of the process um, so the training the mind right but then you also need to um, be able to train the body to use the information in certain situations, like a multitude of situations, right? Like, it's almost like you need to be able to, um, you need to be able to learn lots of stuff and then you need to be able to generalize that stuff into all the different areas of your life that it could apply. Sometimes uh, they call this, you know, theory and practice. So you have to be uh, like willing to attend the class or whatever, uh, access the books or the, the podcasts. So that's you have to be willing to do that. 
but then you can't just go like, okay, no, now I can do it because I've, I've attended the class or I've read the book. That would be like, you know, someone going to a golfing class and then after they went to the class, they, then they assume they can do it. Like that's just kind of common sense that that wouldn't work. Right. For, or for any other sport, right. You'd have to, uh, try it would try it with your body <laughs> try and do the, the skills in real life and uh and try and and then again try and generalize the skill use to all these different situations that you could be in um like different types of, of knowledge that you need like you can't just assume that you know everything about everything right like like you have to sometimes you have to learn things about like um uh like like politics or you have to learn things about the weather or you have to uh learn things about um driving a car i don't know i'm just thinking all these different ways right where you could get caught up in your thoughts and you could start making assumptions because you don't know everything about that thing that you're doing and it could lead to a lot of assumption and unnecessary emotional pain frustration right so like that's part of the generalizing the skills like so you're learning how to manage your emotions and your thoughts like in different domains i guess could be different activities it could be different relationships so yeah like i was saying all these different things and uh i think what people like kind of do in a lot of cases is they they kind of just pretend that they know, right? <laughs> when they don't know or they haven't practiced, right? They they kind of assume sort of a type of mastery that they haven't got. Like, and I'm thinking of like politics right now when I'm thinking of this because like how many people kind of pretend that they, they know all about politics when they haven't even really, they've never worked as a politician. They've never, you know, been in parliament where they've actually done the debating. Like they've never... They've never been right inside of it, right? They've been like a spectator where they've watched the news or they've, you know, seen, they've been part of the, the crowds, but they haven't, they haven't actually done it. So, but, but then what people do is they assume that they have this sort of this mastery that they don't have. So, you know, I guess what I'm saying there is that like, if we're going to get good at anything, we need to be willing to do the the mind work, and then we need to be able to get out there and do the the body training. So, like, which means like in in DBT or uh, for borderline, like you would be trying to use the skills in all these different situations of your life, and then what you would also experience is. Uh, using the skills and failing at using the skills because you're trying to use them for the first time right and and trying to learn from every encounter every mistake that you make so are you know you have to ask yourself am i willing to go through that so that i can uh, be stronger and healthier you know and is it is it worth it to me and to the my life and the people in my life to to go through that and am i going to be honest with myself about like what it takes to 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 um to develop strength to develop wisdom to develop mastery um 
because every single time that you try the the skills that you're learning about and and use and you mess up, I mean, you can always say what, how can I do it differently next time? And you know, I mean, the sucky part is that it can kind of hurt when you make the mistakes. But that's how we train the body. I think is that we we uh, we fall, we get hurt, you know, we mess up, and then we try it again. And I don't know if there's honestly, is there any other way to um, train the body uh, to do what you need it to do? Like I'm thinking back to when I was a kid and I was skateboarding, right? And we would talk again, we would talk a lot about the sport and we would watch videos and we would read magazines and all this stuff. And we would go to skateboard demos and watch professionals. And, but you know, we had to get out on the board ourselves if we wanted to learn to try and do the stuff. And we fell and hurt ourselves so many times. Like, it's just like unbelievable. Like, but, um, I guess our reason for doing it, like it, to, to us, it was like the coolest thing at the time. Um, and it just like felt so amazing to be able to accomplish something or land a trick that that's one of the things that, that kept us going. Um, and, then, and then over time, like months and years, like we were able to get quite proficient, I guess, you know, in the, for amateurs, <laughs> right? Uh, but we didn't fall as much doing some of the common things. Um, so we were able to get that. Our bodies were trained to uh, turn the board, like uh, do ollies, which is get the board in the air and to, you know, flip the board around and to ride on ramps and do these kinds of things. And and we could do it to the point where we were having fun more than we were hurting ourselves. <laughs> And I think that's what you want to be able to do in BPD, you know, all the dialectical behavior therapy stuff is uh, you want to get to the point where you have um, mastered the skills enough where you are having fun more than you are falling down. And I don't, again, I don't know if there's ever a point where you never fall down, because even if you are like highly skilled and um, masterful, you still have bad days. <clears throat> but it's still better than it was before, you know, if you put things in perspective, your life with the skills and, and, go, and going through those uh, learning challenges and, and, uh, and getting hurt emotionally, I guess, even when you learn the skill and then you, your application fails. And, but it's better than uh, not learning at all, I would say, because, I mean, you have to ask yourself, what is the option here? Okay, so I could, I could give up entirely, right, and not learn, not go through the pains of learning, and then where does that leave me? Maybe, like, what it was like, like before, you know, I, I learned anything about this, and I start to spiral down again into some of the darkest, scariest places, right? And then I suffer and the people around me suffer and maybe my life is shortened. And, um, you know, if I have children, then they don't learn anything um, about mental health from me uh, because I didn't continue uh, with the learning journey. So, I mean, you, I mean, you have that choice, right? You are... Uh, probably living in a free country where you, uh, you know, where you are. <laughs> so, I mean, 
you have that choice. You can you can always give up on uh, learning uh, about these things, and you know, and and live life with a reduced ability and set of skills, or you can continue on and press through the challenges of learning uh, and get uh, the the mastery where you have again more fun than more than pain <laughs> in life i mean i guess the good news is is that i mean bpd has been proven to be treatable so i mean if you persevere if you have that reason for why you want to persevere uh and if you have that willingness to uh feel the pain of learning because it, it does kind of hurt to grow i guess and that's maybe what people don't like um i mean i compare this to going to the to the gym as well like it kind of hurts to be healthy in a way like uh i mean but after you go to the gym or you know i like to ride on an exercise bike after you do that you feel better for a while right and, um and your body is thankful that you have uh you know gone through that bit of pain for the overall benefit of the body so i just wanted to uh, mention those things today sort of the motivational part of bpd like how to get motivated and stay motivated and and work through the the hardest parts and realize that it's uh, worth it for yourself and the world around you all right. Well, thanks for listening today. Please uh, rate and review Smarter Than BPD in Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, that's much appreciated when you do that as it helps to uh, build momentum of the podcast and um, confidence that it's a place to learn good things. You can find links to that near the top of smarterthanbpd.info, the blog space. Okay. Thanks for listening today.